Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Get in the pole position in Indy. The pole's position. It's time for pole's position. So the number one pick, by the way, for the Bears is secured. The Chicago Bears are on the clock. What will Ryan Poles do with the number one pick? I got a lot of confidence in our ability to see talent on the field. The human being, we got to figure out. We're counting down the days to the NFL draft. How about the number one pick with the Bears? Caleb Williams, the one thing that is clear, he is not special. Caleb and his group do not want to go to Chicago. Well, I'm a friend of Caleb's. I feel like he's a, a young version of Patrick Mahomes. So I got a call from the Caleb Williams camp, and they went, whoa, 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 we don't want to be painted as anti-Chicago. We don't want to go to a city that doesn't care. We don't want to go to some Sunbelt place where you tarp off the upper deck. This is a franchise where quarterbacks go to die. Field. Not sure yet. Not sure. M- maybe not working out. Bruh, where are y'all seeing this? Like, what makes him not the quarterback for the Chicago Bears right now? Holds position with Parkins and Spiegel on 670 The Score. With the first pick, the Chicago Bears select The Parkins and Spiegel Show, afternoons on The Score. Each and every day at this time, we will try to get inside the mind of Ryan Poles as he figures out how to use top 10 cap position in the NFL, two picks in the top 10, including, I don't know if you've heard, but the number one pick in the draft, trade assets going out, trade assets coming in. We play general manager at 3 p.m. each and every day on the score. We oftentimes try to... uh do it in a couple of ways where we're thinking about what they might do, what Ryan Poles might do or will do, and what we would do. So we kind of have both of those lenses through which we look at this stuff, and um, today will be no different. Yesterday we mapped out, for anybody who didn't hear it yesterday, what we think are the Bears' key needs and kind of uh, yep. ranked them in order of what their key positional needs and talked about whether they would do that with draft picks and or with free agent money. So that was yesterday. Today, we talk free agents, which basically is not external free agents that could be brought in, but decisions that Ryan Poles has to make with guys in-house because that will impact cap space Uh and, of course, prioritization of other positions to be filled via trades, drafts, and free agency. There are 19, 19 Bears slated to hit free agency. We could start at the bottom with uh, wide receiver Colin Johnson or wide receiver Joe Reed 
or perhaps cornerback uh, Josh Blackwell, if you'd like. But instead, we should probably start at the top, don't you think? For the Bears? Yeah. yeah. Jalen? Yeah. 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 But those guys are Bears, Bears the, free the, agents. They are. I Listen, Jalen Johnson deserves to get paid. He will get paid. Ryan Poles has already said he's not going anywhere. The only question about Jalen is whether or not he plays on the franchise tag. Mm-hmm. Or gets extended off of the franchise tag. Any conversation about him that isn't centered in that way, in my mind, doesn't really have much merit to it. He clearly outperformed the transition tag. They're not going to let someone else negotiate the contract for him where they can match. The franchise tag, he has no power mm-hmm. over it. He cannot sign it, but that's where this is going. They will they will put the franchise tag on Jalen Johnson. He will likely not sign it. That will buy Jalen's representatives and Ryan Poles time to negotiate off of that number. Mm -hmm. And the question is, will they do it? He says he wants to be and expects to be the highest paid player in the NFL. That means more than Jair Alexander, average annual value, and or more than Denzel Ward, total value of a contract. So... You know, Denzel Ward was what? He was five years with $70 million guaranteed, I believe. Uh, Denzel Ward, five years, 100.5 mil. Not sure the total guarantee, but he's one of seven corners this past season making more than 18 mil a year. Yeah, so 71.2 guaranteed for Denzel Ward. So if, if you figure, if, if he's going to break it, you're talking. More, I mean, seventy-two plus million dollars guaranteed, mm-hmm. right, on a five-year deal. And last last year when we talked to Jalen about the contract, one of the times we talked to him, he said, "Well, you know, it's about a conversation. If I if they throw out thirteen and I throw out twenty-three, you remember that conversation yep, that we course. had with Jalen? Yes. And that's no coincidence that he threw out threw out those numbers. The franchise tag for cornerback at the time was eighteen point one four million. So that's why." We did some of the research at 18 to find those seven guys above. I don't think Jalen's going anywhere. They've said as much, and they have the control in terms of the franchise tag. And frankly, signing Montez Sweat to that deal removes the other potential franchise tag person. Yeah, he's not going anywhere. It's just a question of whether or not they are going to sign him to the long-term deal. Number two on the Bears free agent list uh, by most accounts is your guy. You were once loony for. Yeah. Darnell Mooney. Season-ending injury against the Jets last year. And and then this year, it was a rough go. Because he might have gotten an extension last offseason if he hadn't had that season-ending injury. They were talking about it. They were discussing it. So Mooney has not been great, obviously. And uh, Ty- I'm loony for Mooney. Yeah, yep, Ty- there was that. Tyler Scott stepped up a little. Their appreciation for Tyler Scott seemed to step up a little. I, this one, I think, is actually going to end up being, and this, you know, no inside information on this, but just connecting some dots. I think this is going to be thank you. We're, we're, we're going to part ways. Kind of like the David Montgomery situation. Ryan Poles will speak very highly of Darnell. He'll say he'd like to have him back. He'll say all of the right things. He won't do anything to submarine his value or hurt him in negotiations with other teams. Mm. But ultimately, he's going to sign with another team. And Ryan Poles will say again when asked, we we wish him well. Super close with Justin. I don't think Justin's going to be here. 
They drafted Tyler Scott. They have DJ Moore. We're expecting them to add another veteran or top 10 pick at it. And for Darnell Mooney, he did not play well last year. So if you're him and you're probably not going to get the break the bank, set up your family for generations contract that you were hoping for, if you're going to have to sign a one-year deal, I don't think you want to go to a place with a rookie quarterback. No, I think you want to go somewhere where you can put up some good numbers, be part of a winning machine. Go to Kansas go City. Go to Kansas City. Go to Buffalo. Sure. You go, okay, look at the quarterbacks that have the throw for 4,500 yards every year and go be the number three for one of them mm-hmm. and try to then outplay the number two. You know, can, can he outplay Gabe Davis in Buffalo? Right? Can, can, like, can he be that guy? Uh, and learn from Stephon Diggs. And also from the Bears' perspective, I mean, obviously there are the injuries and there's the underproduction, but it's also stylistically. I think when you are looking at what your ideal number two wide receiver is, which is the peak of what maybe Darnell Mooney's potential could be, I think you want a different type. You you might want a, a taller you know, a taller, true classic number one who can define some coverage on the goal line. Or you might want somebody with electric speed and quickness as a route runner. I think you want to aim higher and stylistically different than Darnell Mooney. So, yeah, I think he's going to be gone. Yeah, and, you know, I I think the stylistically different thing is interesting, and we're going to definitely have to do that for when we talk about, you know, neighbors and Adunze and receivers at the top of the draft with premium investments. But I do think that redundancy is okay. You know, like not all five wide receivers are going to all be different prototypes. You're not going to have like a DK Metcalf and a Cooper Cup and a, you know, all the But is Tyler Scott as a profile all that different from Darnell Mooney's profile? Uh, I mean, I feel like Mooney showed a little bit more but he's obviously further along in his career Scott's right? a little bigger and stronger and, and it, I feel like more of a deep ball guy and Mooney showed a little bit more of an ability to run crisp routes and short yardage area quickness get open that sort of thing mm-hmm. but they're obviously hoping that Tyler Scott's route tree will develop and, yeah. and, and mature but I, I just think it's the type of thing where uh, they're going to um, move on amicably from from both sides i think that's probably true justin jones as a three tech i'd expect him back i man i had dreams of chris jones but he told uh kansas city fans what's happening yeah yeah yeah, yeah. chris jones he, negotiated uh, against uh, himself today. this year was different baby the journey the flight the individuals it was different baby and you know not a doubt in my mind that we was gonna bring it back to the city I got on this stage last year, and I was like, run it back, run it back, run it back. But you know what? It's a 3 pay. I need three of those things, baby. We ain't done yet. We ain't done yet. Kansas City, we will be back here next year. And for those who won't Chris Jones go? I didn't realize it was at the end of the long dissertation that he built up to it. I just thought, I read it and heard you guys talk about it. I thought he just kind of threw it in. Oh, no, that was the punchline. He he broke that news 
That was a very well-delivered take in terms of drunkenness <laughs> at a podium. Yeah, it it was. Wow. He, uh, I think his agent tweeted out to stop serving uh, booze <laughs> a, a, after that. So, you know, it was a... Uh, it's, it's a pretty remarkable thing that Justin Jones was pretty good, um, and he seemed to be... Uh, a guy from several different quotes from Javon Dexter and others, him and Andrew Billings, seem to both embrace the kind of elder statesman role for the kids, for Javon Dexter and Zach Pickens. Yeah. And I, I think they're going into a year where they're not going to have to prioritize three technique for a defense that is Matt Eberflus's, um, you know, favorite position. It's I, I think they're going to be able to get away without it if they're not going to aim at the top for Chris Jones. Yeah, I would expect him to... Be a guy that they're interested in bringing back, though, right? Justin Jones, yes. right, right. I, I think they, I think they're going to go with the mix that they have in the middle of that in that D line. There, there will be there will be a new piece. I, I don't know if I would do it, but I, this is one like I I don't know if it, like they're going to I think commit to this mix of of D linemen, and I would like to add another one. They I I think they will add another one. It's just a question of do they try to do what they did last year? You know, will they will they add one as a third or a fourth round pick? And just, you know, keep throwing young athletic bodies into the mix. But, I mean, I suppose they could do it at, with the ninth pick in the draft. That's possible. But I think that Dexter was good enough that it would surprise me. Me too. If they, if they used that premium mm-hmm. of an asset up there. Who's next on your list? Running back, Deontay Foreman. Thanks so much. Um, that, that one ended sad. Deontay Foreman was a – was – was inactive for a couple of weeks there and was vocal about some unhappiness and is and, and talked about, you know, the difficulty of being in the NFL and how hard he pushed to come back and was very emotional. That ended kind of sad, but I did think that one ended uh, with Deontay Foreman. Don't you agree? Yeah, I think for sure I would be very, very, very surprised if he was back. Center Lucas Patrick. Were you kind of shaking your head at God for a second, though? Yeah, yeah, Deontay Foreman. That is our. Uh, it's going to be our lasting it's memory. Good. Certainly on this show. Yeah. Cer- cer- certainly on this show. Uh, t- you know, Tanny saying yesterday about upgrading and spending at running back, um, and if we should put it on the list is. I th- think Chris Emma wrote about that today. He saw. I Saquon Barkley was among the the people mentioned in the top tier elite running backs that are available for you. Well, I mean, he would he would obviously fit. He'd fit any team. It, people should check that out on, on the. Was it on the Scores website? Or is it for I believe so? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah hmm. People should check it out there. It's it's always an interesting market because those guys get much less than than you expect, much less than they used to. It's, it's almost never a good market, you know. And you, the only guys that really get paid at running back anymore seem to be the guys that also can catch fifty plus balls, which Saquon would certainly mm-hmm. fall into that category. But it's you know. Now it's the Alvin Kamara, Christian McCaffrey, Jameer Gibbs types, whereas the Josh Jacobs, Derrick Henry types. It's crazy that Derrick Henry, second leading rusher in the NFL. I, I know. He remains Derrick Henry. A little bit diminished, but just a little. And he said goodbye at the, at the end of his last game for Tennessee. Flat out said goodbye. You mentioned those three. Um, Tony Pollard, Austin Eckler. Uh, which is a, uh, an interesting one, obviously, because an incredibly high level of production. DeAndre Swift uh, from Philadelphia, J.K. Dobbins, Devin Singletary, who really came on as the number one back for C.J. Stroud for a while there. 
So some some interesting pieces. I think that's that's probably what they'll do is grab somebody off that free agent list as a third. Ah, see, I I don't know. It's tough. Running rookie running backs can produce, man. Like I haven't done the deep dive on you know this is just about how they're going to handle their own free agents. Yeah. But r- rookie running backs produce, and you can get them late, and you just they've. Ryan Poles has seemingly shown a desire to just throw bodies at the problem instead of resources mm-hmm. at the problem. So, you know, Roshan Johnson will have a bigger role on this team next year, which makes sense. But so if you have Khalil Herbert as one more cheap year of control. Yeah, so if it's Khalil Herbert, Roshan Johnson, and a fourth round pick. That sounds like a Ryan Poles running back room to me, right? I mean, Khalil yeah. Herb. I'm not advocating paying a guy top dollar. I know I, you're I'm, not. I'm generally in agreement with you about paying running backs, unless you're the elite of the elite, right? But I think that's very much in line with what, how Poles will do it. And I like what I saw from the governor, from Roshan. You know, yeah. so I would like I would like to have seen more. Actually, you know, like see him out there more. So, and, and it seems also like it's a luxury to use a premium asset on him on, on a running back. That's why the Falcons' selection of Bijan Robinson was so surprising last year. But the Lions won, while I was surprised by it at the time, mm-hmm. it, was, it was a luxury ad for them. They're like, this is the piece that can make our offense from good to great. And so they used a first-round pick. They also used the free agent money on Montgomery. Right. Super unconventional way to approach the running back position. And they were go for a Super Bowl right then and there. That right. was their idea. And so that's the thing. Like The Bears are not. I hear you. They, even though they won seven games and they're going to be playoff expectations on them next year, they won't. They will. They will not obviously use the ninth overall pick on a running back this year. It's not. It's not that kind of class. It's interesting what kind of profile they'll have to figure out for that running back because Deontay Foreman, a bruising back, and they would use him uh, as such during the course of the year. Herbert, a bit more of a game breaker. Johnson, pass protection and pass catcher, a little bit of everything. Yeah, I mean, yes, absolutely. But I mean, it would be. Saquon would be break into programming. Oh my God, this is a this is a win now move. This is very exciting because he is a his yards per carry was not good, but he was on such a terrible offense with such terrible quarterback play that I mean he he his his best is still among the game's best, and he can he can get two hundred and fifty carries yeah. and fifty catches. You know what I mean? He's he's a three hundred plus touch running back for sure. He's excellent. I'd be very excited. So, um, Lucas Patrick, center. Yeah, no, no chance. We're, we're done with no, that? No chance. That was a getsy co, uh, cohesiveness, uh, a getsy yeah, continuity yeah. cushion. He couldn't stay healthy. healthy. Getsy is gone, yeah. and he had snapping issues. Um, no, no chance. Robert Tunyon, the tight end that they took a flyer on. I was a little irrationally excited about that because he had a lot of bears local and because uh because there was some production with Rodgers but I think you got to aim higher for your second receiving tight end. I think that is very true. I think that he's a fine player who was honestly even a little bit better than I expected. I had pretty low expectations for him. I was like, how is he going to be better without Aaron Rodgers when he only had one good pass catching season with Aaron Rodgers? He was a little better. Uh and a huge drop that hurt Fields massively. Yes. Tanya. Yeah, that was that that was, was the Cleveland game. Cleveland game early? Yes, 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 yes. The Cleveland game. For, Absolutely for, for brutal. Um, defensive end Yannick Ngakwe, very late signing, no a chance. one-year pass rush deal, and he did not perform and then got hurt. Yeah, no no, no chance. Rasheem Green at defensive end. 
and because it's interesting because Demarcus Walker will be here, and so he will be here along with Montez Sweat. They have need at defensive end, but Rasheem Green is is more of a run stopping defensive end. If they liked him as a person, I guess it's conceivable. Mm-hmm. If they liked what he brought to that component, but he is uh, he he is not a starting defensive end. That's for sure. He's a rotational run stuffing defensive end. Yeah, that. I honestly think that that's the type of thing that that's not a March 13th signing. You know, that is a let's see what happens in free agency and then the second wave of free agency and how we have our draft board slotted and maybe it's a one-year deal at the end. All right, a couple more here just at the bottom of the list. Okay. Um, Equinemius St. Brown, if they like him as a as a camp guy, as a locker room guy, and as a fifth wide receiver, as a blocker. Yeah, he's a good blocking wide receiver. I mean, he's a pro who will play in the NFL next year. So on a one-year deal, given that Shane Waldron runs a similar-ish system, I, I could see him having a role, sure. He played more than one-third of offensive snaps when he was healthy. Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah, they could. They need to upgrade at uh, receiver opposite other than DJ Moore. Um, big priority. Mercedes Lewis finishing up his no. 18th. No. I don't think so. He was a beast in the run game. Come I, on, the I, big dog. I, I, I know. He caught I know. a touchdown pass. I, I, I'm i surprised. He's awesome. I'm, I'm very surprised. If he wants to come back and play, how do you, you don't say no to Mercedes Lewis. <laughs> I don't. I, I No. As it, a number three tight end, making very little, blocking his ass off. On the edge, protecting Braxton Jones with that left tackle when he's on that side. He and Darnell uh, Wright were were epically strong in the run game. I bet he's back. I'm banking on him. I'm betting against that. I knew he would want him back. Of course, like, it's not my money. I would love to have him back. But I think maybe going to uh, Vegas with Getze, I think. I think that's a likely landing spot. I remember he was very vocal about critics of Luke Getze at the end of the year. So I think maybe he'll find himself a nice little, what a better place to retire than Vegas, (laughs) right? Yeah. (laughs) And who knows? He could play five more years. What better place to ease your way out of the league than Vegas? Didn't seem like a Vegas guy, Mercedes Lewis. (laughs) Gotta say. Love that. All those uh, people in Vegas right about, will Justin Fields be coming along with Luke Getze? No. But maybe Mercedes Lewis will be. Trent Taylor is a punt returner. Aim higher. Uh, uh Trent Taylor was fine. <sighs> he didn't drop the ball once. One. Oh yeah, yeah. Against yeah, Cleveland. One. Yeah, one against Cleveland. Yeah, yeah one, that, everything happened in that Cleveland. Yeah, game. everything. A bad muff there. And also, I never thought he was going to break anything of consequence. No, 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 no. He his whole thing was supposed to just be that he would catch yeah. the ball and get. If there was eight yards to get, he would get you eight yards. I grew up. You know, we all grew I, up yeah, on Devin course, Hester. Man. Of course, that, that, that nobody has that anymore. Nobody has that. I think there's a chance that Trent Taylor is is brought back. Ooh. I think I think there's a chance at that Ooh. one. Okay. Yeah. And Patrick Scales. I'll ask Manley what he thinks okay. about Patrick yeah, Scales. Yeah, you could, you could ask Patrick yeah. Scales. We'll do it off the air. Okay. Uh, we have some pretty spectacular Super Bowl crack slippers uh, to get to as we come. We still have the Kevin Warren report. We do have an update uh, from Kansas City Police. Ten shot at the parade, uh, three critical condition, one dead Ooh. so far. So there is a confirmed death now, according to KCPD, at the parade uh, celebrating the Chiefs' second Super Bowl in the last two years, third in this era. So uh, Kansas City has gotten used to parades, but this one ends in awful, awful tragedy with at least one confirmed death and uh, multiple children confirmed uh, in 
some form of condition at uh, Children's Mercy Hospital in Kansas City. My God. Yeah, terrible. And uh, there's some reports that I'm seeing from reporters I know that, that are saying that the numbers are going to go up. It's just a question of the conditions of the people that have been shot. The so. timing of it at the very end of the parade kind of lends itself to people being overserved and it getting a little chaotic. I don't know. I mean, As who, opposed who, who to knows? something early like a targeted thing like, hey, let's go where the big crowd is, you know? Just, just think, thinking out loud about the timing of it. Yeah, that sure. I, I, who knows? I, I have no idea. But that, that, that makes enough sense. But I mean, they'll. There are some people that are in custody, but whether or not they were shooters or not is is not yet confirmed by KCPD. Got two arrested. If you'd like to come out and hang with us a week from today, it is our QB1 town hall at the Blue Cross Blue Shield performance stage. 312-540-0670. Are you passionate about who the Bears' next quarterback should be? We're going to give you microphones. We're going to hang out in person. You're going to have a chance to have your voice heard with us. 312 540 Seven zero. Go give us a call. Have Shane talk to Shane. Tell us why you should be there. We're giving away tickets all day. It's Parkinson Spiegel on the score. The Parkinson Spiegel Show. I don't know what's going on with any of it. Afternoons on the score. Uh, thank you for oh, coming, I baby. Believe that. Thank you. I can't believe you. I can't thank you for the support. Thank you for that. coming. <laughs> thank you for making it across the way across the world. You're the best, baby. Oh my god. The absolute best. Was it electric? It was unbelievable. Man, it was such a sweet moment visually. And then you hear it via the incredible stuff from NFL films. And inside the NFL is the TV outlet where it comes out. That was Travis and Taylor. Thanks for coming, baby. (laughs) That would be the 12-hour flight from Tokyo. Yeah, yeah. She made quite an effort to get to that Super Bowl. And then at the end, was was it good? Was, was, Was it good? Like, was my show good? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Did, that, you, did, you, did you have a good time? I just did a thing. I know it was good, but what was it like for you, that Super Bowl I just played in? I don't know, man. I, I mean, it's it's a little bit performative because they're performers. She's been a performer her entire freaking life. But it also seemed very sweet at the same time. I guess there are various levels of... Uh, uh, of of genuineness that you can ascribe to that, depending on your own cynicism. You know exa- what I mean? Exactly. Like they know they're on camera, yeah. and they know that he's mic'd up. But what are they supposed to do if they're genuinely in love, <laughs> and he just won the Super Bowl, uh-huh. and this is the first time they're seeing each other? Are yeah. they supposed to not talk? Right. <laughs> that is would he, be weird. Is he supposed to like? Is he not appreciative that she came? Yeah, yeah. Because <laughs> thanks for coming to my game. Because also, <laughs> it is the first time that he saw her. It's incredible. Because the players have curfew night before the Super Bowl, and oh, she yeah. and she was in L.A. She flew in the morning of the game from. She flew from Japan mm-hmm. to L.A. and then L.A. to Vegas. Mm-hmm. So it was the first time he saw her was after he won the Super Bowl. <laughs> so. Thanks for coming is a totally reasonable, <laughs> normal thing to say uh-huh. when your person flew halfway around the world to see you perform at your job. I'm going to say that to my wife after the next tribute to Soros gig. I'm going to say all of that verbatim. Thanks for coming, baby. Was, was it good? Was it good? <laughs> yeah. Like it's just, it feels very relatable yeah, all I, of a sudden. I, I agree. Uh, so NFL uh, has some mic'd up Super Bowl stuff that is just excellent. I kind of want to start 
with the real-time reaction from the coin toss because we spent so much time on overtime and the decision. This is Fred Warner and Mahomes going out to the coin toss, mm-hmm. but it's also what Shanahan told Warner on the sideline. It's use check. It's it's a bunch of players talking about and going through live the experience of, hey, we're doing a coin toss for these new overtime rules. We've got to win and we're going to win overtime. You go with the toss? Yeah. They call it, right? Well, they got a coin flip. Yeah, they call a coin flip. It's their coin flip, right? We want the ball, Fred. San Francisco, you are still the visitors. What is your call? Tails again. He called tails again. It is tails. What was he? They want it. They want the ball. They wanted it. Hey, they want it. They wanted it, baby. <laughs> we want them to have the ball. They want it, they can have it. Hey, even if we score a touchdown, they still get the ball. I didn't know that. If we won the toss, we were going to kick off, too. We got what we wanted. Jay, you said something about Patrick Mahomes running off the field. He was shocked. <laughs> I was shocked. I think everyone was shocked. It was like, you're going to give Patrick Mahomes the ball second and give him four downs? I don't, someone's getting fired. That's the thing you say, somebody's getting fired. Someone's I know getting, I know Shanahan's getting all the, the blame on yeah. this, but there's a lot of people in those headsets, a lot of people in those boxes that should have said something. Absolutely. But, Man, that, that is incredible stuff. You hear, though, Kyle Shanahan say to Fred, to Fred Werner, Fred, we want the ball. Yeah. That's well, Kyle Shanahan's voice. Yes. So that's not somebody else. That's on Kyle, and Kyle doubled down and defended it yesterday at his press conference. Right, no, it was, it was clear that... That was their strategy, and I still think it's debatable. I disagree with it, but I still think it's debatable. Um, but Juszczyk in there saying, hey, if we score a touchdown, you know, they still get the ball? I didn't know that. Such an embarrassment. Yeah, because because that's Mahomes saying, like, hey, there's a coin toss here. You know what I mean? It's, it's not like there was, like, it was perfectly that everybody oh, no. knew. They're all just they're all just making sure. They're reiterating, but Reiter- every, reiterating the plan. Every chief Mahomes is shocked and super excited. They, they wanted the ball. They took the ball. They took the ball. And that's Kelsey running up and down saying, they, want- "They want the ball. They can have it." Yeah, right. You know, and that's Dave Tobe saying, uh, "We if we won, we were going to do it." Yeah, like that's him saying this. This is what we wanted. They won the coin toss, but they took the ball. Yeah, and so they're all surprised at that. Yeah. And if you didn't hear, somebody did get fired. It was defensive coordinator Steve Wilkes. Yeah. That's who got fired today. Yeah. After Kyle Shanahan yesterday defended his position and still says that he made the right call. And I wonder how much this next clip has to do with that because now that this is out there in the public, you will hear the voice of the Niners' left tackle, Trent Williams, calling out what he thinks the Chiefs are going to do on the Mahomes, like, you know, uh, Game extending run on fourth down. You yeah. can hear him saying, Watch out for the keeper, watch out for the keeper. So you'll hear that in this clip here. Well, if anybody's ever seen any Marvel movies, they know what's coming next when you're playing against Thanos. It's Infinity Wars. All right, we stop in the world champs, right? The Chiefs have fourth down and less than a yard. What do you like? Slide keys. I like slide keys a lot. If it's not there, I'll run for it. They're going to run it. And react to the pass. We got to win it if they run it. Hey, I like the quarterback key. I like the quarterback key. San Francisco stops this play. They win Super Bowl 58. We're good. We're good. Brings Kelsey in motion. Set. 
He fakes it to him. Run pass option. Mahomes keeps it at the 40. Slides to a stop at the 42-yard line. A really good play call, and there was nobody there for the 49er defense. I knew he was going to keep it, bro. What a Wow. Trent Williams knew that on this run play, it was going to be the zone read and that Mahomes was going to keep it. You heard Mahomes in the huddle saying, if it's not there, I'll run for it. And he knows that that's a weapon towards the end. When you watch the play, Nick Bosa goes flying at Isaiah Pacheco completely and utterly bites, um, you know, however understandable you think that is, is up to you. But my God, Trent Williams knew it was coming. Wow. NFL Films is awesome. It's incredible stuff. It really is and, great. And it comes out late because they need the extra day or two to go through it, make sure they don't use any curses, make sure they put the gameplay with it, make sure they put the play-by-play with it yeah. like that. Oh, they, They're really they, dressing it up. And protect proprietary stuff, uh, play calls, verbiage, terminology, all, all of that stuff. But they, they do really, really good work uh, consistently. So... It's a bummer that it's on the CW and it's not as as prominent in our NFL lives. Although like, I, I admit to not watching it anymore, but you always had to seek it out. HBO, Showtime, it's had yeah. a lot. It's had a lot of that's why. It's, I, but these days, it's it's gotten easier to to intake. You can follow. I mean, I guess the only way you get all of it is by watching the show inside the NFL because they don't. Yeah. Tanny, did they release the whole thing? How did you listen to the whole thing today? Um, I DVR it now because ever since you know some stuff came out, like with, when Tyson Bajan made his first start, I didn't know that this was on the CW now. And that's like, the, that's the only to, place that it's that it's happening still. Yeah, you can DVR it. You know, as I watch it this morning in its entirety, and also I didn't know that Cutler was on there. Like that's the show that he on yes predominantly you know it's not an electric show by any means ryan clark does a great job he's the driver you know yeah you know which is a tough spot they didn't replace my guy adam shine adam shine was the host and yeah now there's no host um chris long on it as well so yeah it's an interesting thing but you just it's out of sight out of mind being there on the cw yeah it's still quality product though as you said yeah and you always see clips you know on 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 twitter and such but for the whole thing you gotta go out and find it all right so we've got two bears with connections here for Super Bowl crack slippers. Okay. Uh, we want to do it on the other side? I think they're both really good. Absolutely. Okay. So one's a coach, one's a player. And talk about an all-time foot-in-your-mouth statement from a player. It's Parkinson Spiegel on the score. The Parkinson Spiegel Show. Well, that and there's the name. Afternoons on the score. Got a last moment. Bit of advice from his coordinator, Matt Nagy, the former Bears head coach and returned to Kansas City. Ultimately, it goes for me, right? I Everything that we do. Chiefs offensive coordinator. Mahomes had his arm around him yeah. on the bus during the parade today. Great. Mahomes loves him. So it's another Super Bowl ring for Matt Nagy. Was there any uh, awkward dancing? No, or, I don't think he did the dad dancing. Some kind year. of like drunken Hungarian jig of some kind. Are you going to dad dance again this year like you did last year? Bring the house down? <laughs> uh, absolutely not. Uh, <laughs> that, that was uh, for me. I'll tell you what, I was trying to, I, I told my wife, I was trying to act like I had all the, the good moves, but uh, it, it didn't, it backfired a little bit. I uh, got made fun of by uh, a lot of the dads here in my kids' schools and, and all my buddies. So uh, that was that was it for that. I'll be uh, a lot more chill this time. Help your tackles against Jadavion Clowney, all right? My God, don't let Miles Garrett just roam free in Justin Fields' first start of his life on the road. What the hell's wrong with you? Man, I know, but he's learning. 
Mm-hmm. He's learning. Listen to what he did for mm-hmm. the Chiefs during this Super Bowl. It's a counter run coming left with Gray, the tight end to block. Well played by the Niners. Oh, and the ball! The Niners got it back. What a play there by Diamondor Lenore. San Francisco strips the ball from Isaiah Pacheco. We gotta have two hands. They're ribbing at it. Hey, hey, listen, both of you. We have to have the two hands on the yes. ball. I know you. They're ribbing at it. We're good. We're good. Emotions right now. Just stick together. We got each other. That's who we are. We talked last night about being us and being champions. These are the moments where it doesn't get too big. Feel that? Fellas, being us. That's too close to be you. Hey, it's too yeah, close. But he knows about it. You know, Matt Nagy, after the Kelsey bump of Andy Reid, he gets the team together. He gives him yeah. a big talk into on the on the sideline. Mm. It's a galvanizing force. Rallies them together. He serves goulash, I'm sure, at the team functions. Just saying. Be you. Be us. I'm just saying. Be somebody else next time you coach the Bears. He's not going to coach the Bears again. Probably, Thank God. Prob- Thank God. Probably won't coach another team again. What a, what a day. But, but maybe. Mark Tressman gets a job in the NFL working for Jim Harbaugh today, if you didn't hear that one, people. And Matt Nagy is the glue holding the Chiefs offense together in the middle of the Super Bowl. Yep. There is that. F my life. But so, eh. Eh, I mean, it's not that bad. Yeah, it's okay. Uh, but then there's this. There is <laughs> former Bear. To Sean Gibson. He had a terrible play at one point where he had the second of the double coverage on the receiver going down. Was it Valdez Scantling? No, it was it, it was one of the guys who, who you were surprised was going to make a big catch for KC. But he had good position to Tayshawn Gibson, and then he just didn't look back for the ball, so he just kind of drifted. And, and so then Tayshawn Gibson yeah. mic'd up during the Super Bowl for the Niners talking about Mahomes. Intercepted! Jair Brown! That is just a regular quarterback, bro. Regular. Ain't nothing different. They just ain't been catching it. He regular, bro. And we're going to make his ass look regular. Going to punt again. Three and out. Ten to six, San Francisco. Make him look regular? That is <laughs> saying that Patrick Mahomes... Is regular. Oh, yeah, that's wrong. <laughs> and then it's Bosa, right? It's Bosa at the end of that, Tanny, saying, this isn't fun. Yeah, you can't hear it really well. Okay. You get, like, the transcription helps, the subtitles, but, yeah, yeah he does say that. This is not fun. <laughs> when, he's, when, he's, when Mahomes, it's in overtime and Mahomes has the ball, this isn't fun. <laughs> <laughs> Too bad we can't add that to our pile. I wish of, it were clearer. Oh, yeah, man. Yeah, 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 because we love when football people <laughs> declare whether things are fun or not. We oftentimes can't tell. It's it's hard for us. Yeah. yeah. So we get declarations, but, which really, really helps. But, Tayshawn Gibson. Patrick Mahomes is regular. No, he's not. It's not fun. No. It's, this is not fun. No. Smash cut to but perfect, sometimes, perfect so, in overtime. Sometimes it is fun, Danny. Sometimes it is fun. I can't tell. I struggle. I know. I know. But, um, yeah. I imagine, I, I know athlete hubris, and you got to be arrogant. You got to believe, you can't be in awe of anybody. You got to, okay, they put their pants on the same way. All this, But he's regular? He's regular? Yeah. You think anyone's looking at him like, eh? 
You're regular. Five. You're Tayshawn Gibson. Five. Oh, yeah. He's God. Patrick. Like, even on our sidelines, buddy, you're regular. That is just a regular quarterback, bro. Regular. Ain't nothing different. They just ain't been catching it. He regular, bro. And we're going to make his ass look regular. Oh, man. Well, I, you got to have confidence. You know, you got to believe. And uh, sometimes that means denigrating the opponent. But he's wrong. He's deeply, <laughs> deeply wrong. Tayshawn Gibson was fine here. You know, not great. Sure. It's fine. Sure. And I think there he was fine. Not great. Not uh, he's he's exactly the guy that I, I keep picturing in terms of the fungibility of the free safety position in the NFL. You know? Like there are there are there are very good football That's players. That's the guy you think of? Yeah, I mean yeah, right makes now. Sense. Yeah, sure. But but there I mean there's always there's always been there's always been guys who will bounce around in the final 4 or 5 years of their NFL careers and be veteran solid free safeties who are unspectacular. Yeah, it it's a position it's almost like it's like the running back of defense. That's what I'm saying. That's why you, know? you when I use the word fungibility, I think yeah. about the running back. Absolutely, it is but, the running back of defense. But and, and that's why you, like veterans and, and you don't want to use a high draft pick on it, right? But a high draft pick on a box safety or a strong safety from Jamal Adams down to you know uh, Jaquan Brisker, it's uh, it, it can be controversial. But if they're good, it it can be defended. Yeah, well, because like the guy I referenced in transition. Talano uh, Hufanga. Yeah. He's a fifth round pick. But I don't know. I watched that guy play, and I'm like, I'm pretty sure that guy's going to make the all pro team like five times in his career. Mm-hmm. You know, he, he was an all pro last year, then he got hurt this year, so he didn't make it. But he was incredible the first half of the season. Like, he's just, he's an excellent football player. Like, and he's one of the few guys. I'm like, is he really a free safety? Because he can also be a box safety, but he also is good against the run, but he also can blitz, but he's also got ball coverage skills. He's kind of like a honey badger type player or a Troy right. Polamalu type player. Right. Where it's like the extreme guys, like the, the one percenters kind of like running back do really, really, yes, really make it. It's exactly right. Yeah. It's exactly right. But you so, got that guy in the fifth round. Yeah, well and, and that and that's great. And that feels great. But sometimes if you reach to draft that guy and you're right, then it's totally fine. Jaquan Brisker is the identity of the Bears defense uh yeah. at this point. Yeah. So we have another update from Kansas City. Kansas City police say it is that one person has been killed and between ten and fifteen are injured that all of the Chiefs players and personnel uh, got on buses and were escorted out back to Arrowhead Stadium. And the again, con- confirmation that some of the injured are children. So, um, and there are, again, a couple of people that have been arrested that were armed. But uh, in terms of motivation, there was some talk of another incident. That hasn't yet been confirmed. Uh, but at the Weston Hotel, there was some police presence down there, which is maybe a block or two uh, from, from Union Station. So, a completely chaotic scene at the Super Bowl parade in Kansas City. We'll talk a little bit more long form about it uh, before we're out of here, but uh, we're kind of gathering a little bit more sound from Kansas City and some information uh, before we do. So we'll hear from Kevin Warren, Parkinson Spiegel on the score. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. 
Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Oh, oh, oh. O'Reilly. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. 